Hello, everybody, and welcome to American Entrepreneur. My name is Chris Pastrana, and today we're here with Nicole Magic, the Empowerment Alchemist. How's it going? Great. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Thanks for taking the time to come on. Uh, so tell everyone about yourself and uh, what you do. Well, my name is Nicole Magic, and I'm the Empowerment Alchemist. And uh, business owners and team leaders hire me to step into their fearless authenticity for their business and leadership growth because they're sick and tired of working harder, longer, and getting nowhere but burnt out. So I help them create a personalized roadmap for successful growth while eliminating forever, yes, I said forever, the sabotaging beliefs that derail them. The bottom line is I help them manifest a balanced life that they deserve without compromising who they are, or what they love. Okay. So just uh, so everyone has an idea, what is fearless authenticity? That is literally just being yourself without any fears that you'll be judged or things will happen to you. You're just being able to be yourself at every moment at any given time. That's pretty, yeah. it sounds like it's one of those things that's, uh, pretty important for people because i know as as social animals we're very in tune with each other and what other people think of us and stuff like that so yeah it's it comes down to the three things that people always want to feel any you know sense of themselves and and authenticity and they always want to feel safe and secure they want to belong to be loved respected all of that and the third thing is to be empowered. So if you feel a lack in any of those areas, you're going to compromise who you are. Yeah. Okay. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, you kind of, we get, got a good idea of what you do for business. I know just from going over uh, your website and some of your information and background, it's, it's pretty interesting. So let's talk a little bit about you. You had mentioned being a chemist. Um, we talked about metaphysics. So there's probably a lot right there for like an entire podcast. So, <laughs> yeah. So just let me know what, what you might want me to expound on, but, um, in short, as short as I can be to, to kind of sum it all up is I used to be a chemist for over 16 years. Uh, I also have a master's in metaphysics. I almost died from mercury poisoning. So I left chemistry at that point in time when I was in the midst of the big battle to save my own life. Um, I did also have a near death experience that ended up amplifying my intuitive capabilities. And then um, when I transitioned from uh, one thing to another after the mercury poisoning, I ended up becoming a financial advisor. So I went from solving problems with small molecules to solving problems with money, which actually is a lot easier. And in that, I always had my own business across all of that. So there's, it's been 14 years now that I've been uh, doing a lot of empowerment, motivational speaking, leadership training, and uh, workshops. It seems like there's a fun little story kind of wrapped up here. So uh, when you got mercury poisoning, was that before you became an entrepreneur and you said that kind of led into what you were doing? I, I had started my business in 2008. Mm -hmm. And um, at that point in time, uh, it was about 2009 that I was exposed to mercury and then it built up over several years. So it was 2013 that I left chemistry. Okay. 
Okay, so tell us a little about this because I know most people don't ever get mercury poisoning. Uh, I don't know a situation where you typically would run into that issue or that element at all. <laughs> yeah, I um, <laughs> I don't recommend it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> However, it's kind of a twofold thing where um, the building that I get moved into in chemistry, my office ended up being right next door to what was called the old thermometer room. So right. in old thermometer rooms, guess what's going to happen? Thermometers are going to break. So I'm sure that there was mercury there. And with a 32 year half-life, that's where the vapors can kind of move over. There was a lot of work being done at a particular point in time in the, in the HVAC system that was right in that little closet type area. But it wasn't just that, it was also the fact that I have a genetic mutation called MTHFR. And um, with that mutation, my the form that I have at least, uh, I cannot process heavy metals. So they have to be chelated out of my body. So chelation is a chemical chemistry term that is like pulling something out. Yeah. So it has to be stripped out and it was really a crazy process that was exhausting and the whole thing was just ridiculous i couldn't get out of bed for like three hours in the morning just trying like trying to talk myself to get up and out and i'd have to at one point throw myself onto the floor because if i pushed myself on the floor and i landed with how it hurt it would hurt more than how much i was hurting and make me get up <laughs> Wow. So yeah, fairly unfairly fairly unpleasant. Yes. <laughs> I'm gonna assume. Um, so you started your business in 08. You got mercury poisoning in 09 because you were you said you were pretty close to the room that had mercury in it. Yeah, it took a few years for it to actually get up okay. to the threshold where it was affecting my brain. Okay. Yeah. And you said this is this situation where you essentially almost died. Yes. Okay. Yes, absolutely. And the when by the time, so it took about a year and a half of all kinds of testing because it was all these di different little things that were happening um, in my body and, and nothing actually screamed out mercury poisoning. Mm. And I chalked it up to stress. I had a very stressful job. I was leading a team. I was also the lead chemist across five different countries for projects and, and things like that. So there was a lot of demands that were happening in the job. So I, you know, female in management, oh, it's just stress. We'll just plug on through, right? Yeah. <laughs> and it got to the point where I was typing up an email to give an update on some data and I looked at the screen and was just looked at gibberish. And I sat there and I was kind of like, is this a code? Am, am I, my fingers on the wrong keys? They weren't, they were on the right keys. And then as I looked at it, I realized that the entire sentences were backwards. Yeah. So you're thinking forwards and you're literally writing completely backwards. It was oh, wild. Wow. wow. So I, the big part of this podcast is LA, we talk about the, you know, the real stories behind entrepreneurship, because 
you you probably know this. Um, so a lot of the big gurus, a big entrepreneur names out there, they talk a lot about how entrepreneurship is really easy. How it's kind of like romanticized. So I like talking about the um, the real stories behind it, right? And the difficulties. You know, someone starts a business, they get COVID, right? Someone starts a business, they get mercury poisoning. <laughs> uh, yeah. It was, so I'll give you a little bit of, so I had started my business and I was building that business up. I had different, um, different places that I would do work at, um, a lot of aura photography readings, workshops and and things like that. And that was going along really well. I did a lot of expos at the time. And when I started with the mercury poison, by the time I got to the there was things that were going on that needed medical attention. I was going to the doctor for about a year and a half. So in my mind, everything was not well, but all tests kept leading to everything's fine. So I just kept saying, Oh, it must be stress. Just keep going. Keep, just keep going. And the more and more exhausted I got, the farther and farther I got into, you know, it, it was, sleeping or having a harder time waking up for a half an hour turned into an hour turned into two hours you know it just progressed like that the aches and the pains i'd cry myself to sleep because my legs hurt so bad i couldn't even walk but it was so uncomfortable i couldn't stand i couldn't sit i couldn't lay down it just felt like no matter what i did it just hurt more yeah when i switched position and then I got to the point where I was passing out all over the place. I'd walk into walls, pass out. I couldn't speak properly. I couldn't understand what people were saying. You would say something to me and I would hear just like the peanuts um, cartoon. Wah, 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 wah. Yeah. That's it. I just hear noises. And then after about 30 seconds, it might register. And then once it registered, I had to figure out how to say the words to answer a question or respond back. And people would be looking at me like, Nicole, what is going on? Are you going to answer? And I'm sitting there in my head thinking, I don't even know what you said. (laughs) Like, I don't even know. Like, I can understand your expression of frustration that I'm not answering, but I don't even know what you said yet. And then it would come through. Um, So it was really difficult because I was so independent and I was the sole provider for my family of six at the time. So we had four small children and um, it was, it was really, really tough to do anything. And, And when I was passing out, I really understood the severity of the situation when I went to go pour my two year old daughter at the time some cereal and I passed out and I woke up to her just kind of, you know, laughing, giggling and mom, wake up. And like thinking I was kidding with her. So her and then my youngest son upstairs. And then the other, the other ones were out of the house um, with their father at the time. And I, when I came to, I just remembered thinking, Oh my God, if I had died right there, the trauma that that would have caused everybody. And then I realized that if I didn't figure out what was going on, I was going to die. 
because mm. the doctors, they kept doing test after test. I mean, I was hooked up to every freaking thing that you can imagine out there and everything was coming back normal. Yeah. And so I sat down and I, I figured, well, I'm going to be my own client. I'm going to do it intuitively and figure it out. And I started listing every symptom that I had and I just brain dumped that. And then I sat down and I just kind of started feeling through every cell in my body from my feet to my head. And I kept hearing mercury. So I started looking up what, what some of the symptoms were for mercury poisoning and all of my symptoms matched up every yeah. single one. So when I called the doctor and asked to be tested for mercury poisoning, he actually laughed at me and said, come on, Nicole, nobody gets mercury poisoning these days. <laughs> not, not, not no one. <laughs> right. So I, I was like, well, all right, with all these tests that we've done, can we just amuse me? It's a simple blood test. So we did. And when I got the call back, it was, you need to see a specialist immediately the these results are off the charts yeah he's like remember what i told you people don't get it <laughs> yeah yeah remember that and i was like oh <laughs> yeah, yeah, huh. i get a little sass back i sure did <laughs> <laughs> oh that's funny i guess i've known then right yeah yeah oh man so how how did that impact your business and everything you do moving forward because that's gonna have a big impact on how you do things yeah it was it was definitely a pivotal time because um there were a lot of struggles in my job in the position that i held and then um without getting into too much of the the, the details with mm -hmm. the with the company and, and everything i ended up getting lumped into a layoff and cut for a project that I wasn't even working on. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it was, you know, everybody from this project was getting, you know, cut, but I didn't work on that project. So it was pretty obvious why I was getting laid off. Yeah. Which no matter, because to me it was, I just, I look at these things in a much different light than most people do. Yeah. And intuitively I already knew. So that morning I came in and I, I was like, oh my gosh, I think I'm getting laid off today. So I packed up all my stuff. I put things in nice, neat piles. Like this is to be reviewed, reviewed, you know, in process or whatever. And I just, I cleaned everything up. And then um, right after I finished doing that, I got the email invite for the meeting. <laughs> yeah. So when I went to the meeting, I was already done and I, I kind of was already checked out and um, looking at it in a positive light. Okay. It was that yeah. point that, you know, I ended up, okay, this is time to just step into something more for me. Yeah. In my business. Yeah. And then, so then you went from your primary job into your business full. I, uh, I took a bunch of time to get better. So I yeah. had, I was going through about a year and a half of chelation therapy. Mm -hmm. And, um, so I ended up leaving, uh, it was end of 2013. So that was November 1st of 2013. I did open up a small shop, um, 
and I did some of my teachings, workshops, and things like that there uh, while I was getting better. So I had some small stream of income coming in yeah. during that time. Okay. And I was then, still building. Yeah, absolutely. So then you know, 2013 on, you're working full, full in your business. You're, you've survived mercury poisoning because no one gets it anymore. And, uh, and now you're thriving. So let's talk about how, you know, all of that has changed as a business person moving forward. Cause that's, I can tell you right now, most people, they get mercury poisoning and they're almost dead. They don't be there. they're not like, let's go start a business and make my life even harder. Right. <laughs> yeah. The, the, um, the, the, the specialist had actually said to me, like looking at the results that I had, he said, um, he's like, these results are like crazy. I can't believe that you're sitting here having a conversation with me. And the way that I was talking, cause it was affecting my brain. I sat there and you hear how I'm talking right now. I can talk yeah. just regular, a little bit fast. And I was talking like this you call this a conversation i was talking like that all of the time because i couldn't get the words out yeah and he basically said to me well let's put it this way most people with levels like yours are either vegetables or dead and i basically said well that's not an option for me so what do we do next yeah and that's when we started chelation therapy um and it was, I basically carried around a, a suitcase full of stuff that, cause I had to take things every hour, half an hour, hour, hour and a half, all through the day. It was yeah. so much supplements and this and that at different times. And you couldn't do this at certain times. You couldn't eat that at certain times. And mm. it was, it wasn't, it wasn't a great fun process, but I'm yeah. here. And yeah, I went through a point where once I was getting better, I, um, I, that's when I became, I went into finance. So I, I started to try to like get myself back out there and with people and to, to push my memory more. And then I went into financial advising. I still had my business. So I was still building that business up yeah. and, um, thriving in just my business since actually COVID hit. I left finance February of 2020 and um, February 7th of 2020. And within a couple of weeks, everything was canceled. And I had about 34, 36 speaking gigs booked for 2020 at that point. <laughs> so, oh, geez. So, so yeah, so you, your business life is very, very interesting. So mercury poisoning, <laughs> <laughs> and then you're like, yeah, ready to go, COVID. Yeah. Okay. So it didn't stop me though, because I just kept going, you yeah. know, and in that process, I was also getting divorced and, you know, moving and changing schools for the kids. And, you know, it was just, it was really interesting because when all of that stuff was happening and then COVID hit and everything got canceled, I was sitting in, you know, the new place thinking to myself, all right, no big deal. And I just started like focusing on what, what did I need to do for me? Yeah. And I remembered sitting down at one point thinking, should I be concerned? Should I, 
should I like be afraid of this or that financial this or, or like what is happening here? And I couldn't feel fear. And I actually tried to feel fear. Yeah. I had done all this work that finally all these things were happening that would invoke a very anxious and fearful human being. And I couldn't feel it. And I was like, whoa, like this is perfect for all the work that I've done and me recognizing in, in spaces where I might have felt fear in the past, I don't feel it at all. And, and it felt so good that that, is, that was the epitome of this is why I do this work and this is how everyone should feel. And it's not that you don't have you know, an alert system because we all have an autonomic nervous system that sends out alerts and give us caution, but we don't have to feel the fear that goes with it. Wow, that's awesome. So for people who want to learn more about you, your story and work with you, uh, where do they get a hold of you? They can find me on Facebook, Instagram, Magic LLC or Nicole Magic and uh, online at magicllc.com. And of course, that's spelled just like my last name. Uh, and if you want to send me an email or get on my list too, magic at magicllc.com. Hey, awesome. Thank you so much for joining me today. Your story is, uh, I, I don't want to say inspiring. So it's not so inspiring. It's definitely motivating. It's uh, most people like I said, would have just given up because after the murky poisoning, if they rejoined the workforce, they definitely wouldn't have taken, you know, jumped into a new business or that's definitely a, a very interesting level of, you know, drive. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Uh, so thank you all for listening. Uh, this is, again, Chris Pastrana, American Entrepreneur, where we tell real stories about real entrepreneurs and not the BS that you get from all the big gurus. So uh, thank you for listening. And until next time.